0: in a wide, wide world of sports is going on in.
1: Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B E. and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan, on The Horn, 1049 AM 1260, and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports.
0: You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go, go, go,
2: go. Woo! Put them together. <laughs> put the the uh, together. last ever Buck Off Thursday on b like Brought to you, you by the Austin Gamblers. Be, me, Off to a 2-0 oh start to their PBR season up there in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Frontier Days won their first two head-to-head battles. Jose Vitor Leme, the best bull rider on the planet, has been phenomenal in those two wins for Austin in the uh, Pro Bull Riding Team Series Season 2 debut. Also, we had uh, tempers boiling over almost down in Houston last night with the Rangers and Astros, and uh, that's a good thing. for the and only uh, for only three more games remaining between the Lone Star Rivals after last night, and those should be a must-see TV in early August, so we'll preview that, look back at what went on this week, also talking uh, Big 12 and its future, Looks like there's going to be another new member joining the Big 12 in 2024, uh, Colorado Buffaloes. And we'll get you details on it. There are, looks like they're on their way. Beeline back to the Big 12. Uh, I love
0: that name, Chris Whataburger Bennett.
2: Yeah, we said uh, on Ty's hot or not question of Subway has have a, has an offer. If you change your name officially, legally to Subway, what do you get? Subs for life? $50,000 worth of Subway gift cards. Okay. Uh, our buddy Chris oh. Bennett says, Whataburger Bennett. It says pluckers or taco bell. It says golden chick godbolt. Oh baby. <laughs> uh Chick fil A Godbolt is one that that's That's probably done. that'd probably be mine. Yellow or Chick-fil-A. Yellow Rose Godbolt is back in the day, day. Oh man. Um that's uh you know, so yeah, we appreciate it. Also, can I give a buck on, and we don't do this often. I gave a buck on to Jerry Jones last hour for his non drama press conference and really gave the media nothing of newsworthiness, which is good. That's what you want. And you're, if you're Mike McCarthy and you're preparing for a football season, you want no drama, let's just no. get ready. They did. Cowboys did have an injury, unfortunately, with Donovan Wilson, their safety, pulling his calf muscle and calf strain. He's going to be out four to six weeks of camp, hopefully back. full full go by week one. But Aaron Rodgers, it turns out, in his move to the New York Football Jets, And this story comes from Adam Shifty Schefter. And if he reports it, you should believe it most all the time.
0: Yes, most all the time.
2: Because it comes straight from his agent. Uh, Aaron Rodgers voluntarily took a $35 million pay cut on his two-year deal when he got to the Jets. This will allow the Jets to acquire more talent than they would have under the contract, they assumed, from Green Bay. Um, No team sport player is thought to have revised his contract in such a team-focused way in the past.
0: He's trying to be like Tom Brady, so or this so they can bring more players in that he wants.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, the Aaron Rodgers has always been a bit of a drama guy and he hasn't won but one Super Bowl. You know, that's you know, that's Aaron Rodgers that's Adam Aaron Rodgers' agent trying to get that news out there. The look what my guy did, he took less and no one's ever done that. Now, Tom Brady always took less. Mm-hmm. But as far as restructuring a current contract to save the team thirty five million dollars over two seasons, according to Adam Schefter, that's n- never been done and it's a it's buck off worthy and look Aaron Rod, look when when Tom Brady and Bill Belichick broke up right when that divorce happened everyone understood that both guys legacy was would be not on the line but they would be reshaped by what comes next and Tom Brady won a Super Bowl which you know in Tampa Bay they took a, a down franchise and took them to the Super Bowl and they won it and that solidifies him as the greatest quarterback of all time as if there was a doubt Bill Belichick has been a 500 coach since since the uh the departure of one Tom Brady, uh, that and that's just the fact doesn't take away his seven no. Super Bowls and ten trips to the Super Bowl. But you know, it, it the the, the post divorce narrative has been in favor of Tom Brady, uh, and there is no question about that. There's going to be the same narrative created between the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers of what comes next, right? What does Aaron Rodgers now do? And I think Aaron Rodgers, yeah, it's almost
0: not what he does with the Jets. It's how 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 it is in Green Bay. Both, both, yeah. And so, with that, yes. So
2: you give Aaron Rodgers this credit for foresight that, look, if I can get to New York in New York City and take the Jets even into the playoffs and make a run, and I have to give up – I've got plenty of money, but I can give up $35 bucks over two years to help acquire more talent, bring in some, uh, some better – Acquire my talent. And that's going to put me on a, on a better position. Instead of doing like some quarterbacks would do, or even he has in the past, I want to be the highest-paid player at the position. I need the most – uh, he's taking the other side, and typically, as Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Usually, that works because you know the difference between winning the Super Bowl or getting to the Super Bowl and not can come down to a couple of players, right?
0: So that dude is learning a couple something. of key pieces,
2: or he's he understands he wants to stick it to the Packers and say, "See, wasn't me." You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, now the Packers, well, how do they respond? Now they can't control what Aaron Rodgers does, but at the same time, you know, what if they end up in last place in the division all of a sudden? I mean that narrative is going to be formed in the coming not just year but years, and um, we'll see. Time will tell. We, who knew when Tom Brady went to Tampa that they were going to win the Super Bowl, and who knew that Bill Belichick would be a five hundred five hundred coach, since losing his quarterback?
0: Yeah, I mean that. I mean it, it just makes sense. But I, that that dude wagging the tail, you know, what i mean? wagging the dog is going to be tough. He, who, Aaron Rodgers, because he's going to want control of who comes. Well. I'm doing this, but here's where you need to get.
1: They had to free up some money for Mercedes, Lewis, right? Mercedes' oh, not there geez. yet. He's not, there, not yet, there yet, is he? No. Mm-mm. That's why I took that pay cut.
2: Oh uh, well, and he you know, he but but those pay cuts come with the ability to sign better players. So, yes. And and again, the margins are pretty slim in the AFC. The a couple of good players that you acquired because of that could be the difference, right? A couple of a weapon on offense, another offensive lineman, a big, you know, somebody you can bring in on defense. I mean those Dalvin things. Cook. Exactly. Uh, Dalvin
0: Cook. You're Good right. example.
2: Great example. Maybe they jump on Dalvin Cook, and now you've got Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook as your top two running backs. Garrett Wilson as uh, your lead receiver. Oh, this for me,
0: if they, I mean, this is an all-in for the Jets anyway, because you don't know well, on the the deal is, for him.
2: The other side of that is for Aaron Rodgers is that, he, by all accounts, since he's gotten there, he's been present. Right. He's been engaged with the team and his teammates. Um, they rave about he's in the best shape he's been in in a while. Cut his hair. You know he's not doing the Nicholas Cage look, and um, he's saying and doing all the right things. Is that do you trust that? We'll see. Uh, but boy, you saw watch him in practice. They've been in practice since last Wednesday. He's throwing dimes, and he could always be, do that. You well, know, throw the ball as you know quickly you know, and accurately. Gary Wilson as is happy. Oh yeah, he could have a big year. Points for a big big year. Um, they're in New York with the J E T E Jets Jets Jets. You saw that. You were from you? Do we, we lose that soundbite forever? The J E T E. It's just, it's so hard
1: because all of our sound bites are split up between three pages of like 100 each on each page. <laughs> we need to the herd. So on I that. need to, I need to like make my own page. I think is what needs to happen.
2: It says Tangerine's
1: Godbolt. Oh <laughs> That's my not gosh. nice. That's, we're going way back on that. Way
0: Thundercloud oh, yeah. Godbolt.
1: Were you a big Tangerine guy? No. I was in there twice, though. So. You don't like Thundercloud. All right. What, Thundercloud? You don't, you don't like. The, no, the greasy I, people there making your sandwiches.
0: No, I mean I never. I'm a Subway guy. I I, I eat Subway. You if eat I'm fresh. A, I eat fresh. Thank you very much. And I'm a, I, and I get the same exact thing. I get a, uh, Italian sub with all the junk on
1: it. You know they slice the meats there now. They don't. They don't just get the packaged sl- already pre sliced meat's you mean They got to slice. They got to. The no, it's up in front and center. Are oh, you can, they're they're like, making it No, oh,
0: yeah. they're making the people work. Th- Why? Why do the people have to work? They
1: I still keep- get the meatball sub. Where?
2: At Subway? That's the only thing I've ever eaten there. I've only eaten Italian oh.
0: subs, yes. I get,
2: I, I get the Subway Club or just turkey.
0: That's not true. I did try a soup and a sub there. there and go. the <laughs> damn soup, I was like... have a finger yeah, in it? I oh, wouldn't I, eat soup no. from
2: Subway. That would not be a pick. Oh, now, like, I guess when it's so, like, super cold outside, because it does get cold, I could eat some soup there. I thought
0: I was doing some uh, chicken noodle soup from there. It was hideous. I went back and I said... You guys shouldn't try soup. You shouldn't do soup. Do something different. Try something else. Try chili or something.
2: Cookies are good. Cookies, cookies are good. Yeah, the soup, the soup. I
0: did. I not just told soup. him. I said, soup's not good.
2: Hey, uh, this says Jersey Mike's fresher than Subway. That's true. I'm a big Jersey Mike's. Fan. Yeah. I'm an advocate. And they have cheesesteaks. And if you're somebody like me who's 50 trying to cut out the breads and the carbs, yeah. process, it, you can get a sub in a tub. And it's like, they get, they get all the that meat, stuff in the Everything okay. that's on the sandwich. But and no they roll bread. it up real nice and they put all the, the, the uh, spices on it. And so it's like eating the salad, but it's got a ton of meat in it, and uh, it's really good. And, like, on a really cold day, I like to get that and then put it in my fridge and get it real cold, and then I'll eat that. It's good. Like lettuce wraps. It's 105.
0: I, I, I used to eat a couple lettuce right, with the chicken on it. I guess that was P.F. Chang's thing is the lettuce wraps. And then I just, you know, texture started bothering me in my hands again. That just doesn't feel right in my hand. Where's my
2: bread? <laughs> Where's my bread? I get it, but, you know, sometimes you got to cut the bread. I know your wife's been trying to get you to cut the carbs out yes, I'm. where you can. Uh, okay, so there's some uh, conversation on on it. It said it's harder for Belichick to cheat now. <laughs> oh, All man. eyes on you. All eyes on you. So Aaron Rodgers, buck on to him, saving some money there for the New York football Jets. $35 million. That's over two years, so it's like, you know, 17, 18 a year. He's, he's cutting himself back, which that's a pretty significant pay cut. You know, um, I know. And somebody's saying, you're saying J E T. Yes, I know. Because J- it's spelled J E T S. I know that, but we had the sound bite for a long time. The, the New NFL. York J E T E Jets. That one. Wow, that's Thank great. Thank you, Ty. Right on cue. Great work. I don't even remember who that was. That was a New York football jet great that couldn't spell the Jets. Funny line. Let's get to the headlines. Trending topics because there is news developing out of the mountains of uh, Boulder, Colorado. (music) Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news and yeah, major college sports developing. Last night, the Big 12's presidents and chancellors had an emergency meeting and voted unanimously to accept Colorado as a new conference member should they request admission. Well, today, the University of Colorado's Board of Regents have scheduled a board meeting where the school is expected to formally vote to leave the Pac-12 and officially request admission back into the Big 12. They were a member of the Big 12 from 1996 through 2010. It's a move that very well start another domino effect of further defection out of the Pac-12, further conference realignment. Names like Utah, Arizona State, and Arizona are prime candidates. Baseball tempers flaring last night in Houston after Adolis Garcia blasted a grand slam to highlight a seven-run fifth, in- fifth inning as the AOS-leading Texas Rangers clobbered the second-place Astros 13-5. They salvaged the ga- a game in that series and leave Houston with a two-game lead in that division. Uh, The series has featured a playoff level of intensity between the two Lone Star rivals and following Garcia's Grand Slam nearly boiled over as he and Marcus Simeon exchanged words with Houston catcher Martin Maldonado at home plate. That led to benches and, and bullpens emptying. No punches were thrown in the scrum at home plate, but Maldonado and Simeon were ejected. Both teams are off today. Texas will head out to San Diego for the weekend. Houston will host Tampa for three. Also last night, Round Rock lost in El Paso 7-6. The big baseball big news from baseball is out in Los Angeles. Where after fielding various trade offers and then some internal discussion, the LA Angels have Made it official. They're taking Shohei Ohtani off the trade market. He will not be moved. They promptly became trade deadline buyers and sent two of their top prospects to the Chicago White Sox for starting pitcher Lucas Giolito. Angels are currently seven games back of the Rangers in the West, four games out of an American League wildcard spot. Another trade completed yesterday. L.A. Dodgers cross town uh, are sending Noah Syndergaard, the veteran right-hander in cash, to the Cleveland Guardians for shortstop Ahmed Rosario. Soccer, U.S. Women's National Team, Women's World Cup, They played to a 1-1 draw with the Netherlands yesterday, and they're now well-positioned to qualify for the round of 16 in that cup. The two teams are both with four points in Group E. Uh, U.S. next will face Portugal. Netherlands will face Vietnam. Also from Major League Soccer, Austin FC made it official yesterday acquiring... The former MLS Defensive Player of the Year, Matt Hedges, from Toronto FC, in an effort to bolster their backline. He's 33 years old, 12 years a league veteran, won the top defensive honor in the league back in 2016. He will join that team for their game Saturday night. They'll host FC Juarez in a must-win Leagues Cup match at Q2.
1: Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Runners and Lawn Equipment. It's hot outside, and so's our deal this month for a free Hustler Generator with purchase of select Hustler 0 Turn Mowers at Top Gun. TopGun.net, we'll shoot you straight.
2: Um. somebody said, Brett Yormark realizes it's about, understands it's about eyeballs and TV markets and TV sets. And uh, this is why this moves out. And it's absolutely true. Whenever you think about it, when you think about conference realignment, Buck, and we've we've tried to educate, don't think about, are they a traditional power? Mm -hmm. Yes, they were 1-11 last year. You know, the the way a commissioner and and a league have to think about it is long term. And... Are we adding value? At least 10 to 20 out, yeah. And when you say value, we're not talking about football wins and losses. We're talking about TV sets and market strength. And now, look, all the top markets are locked up for the most part. But, you know, Denver is market number 17. Salt Lake City is a pretty strong market, and they have a chance in in the Big 12 to add Utah and and to, to the BYU situation. Phoenix, Arizona is the 11th market. And if you bring the whole state of Arizona with Arizona and Arizona State, you're adding those TV sets, which add to your media rights package and your ability to grow revenue. Uh, that's what that's about. And, you know, again, this is what is how does the Pac-12 respond? That will be the really interesting question today, because the, you got to remember, there's two entities here. The Pac-12 conference with George Klyavkov and then the individual schools within the conference. They don't have a media rights deal in place for beyond next year. So they're all free agents. They've all been willing to say, okay, we're going to wait and see what you put in front of us as a media rights deal that's close to what the Big 12 is offering uh, and the Big 10 is getting uh, before we make our decision. But I think the patience are over, and Colorado is going to be the first to jump. They've been the most active and engaged with the Big 12 since last summer. Uh, The deal never came from George Kliabkov. So whatever the Pac-12 says today or does today once this vote of the Board of Regents of Colorado happens, doesn't really matter what happened. What matters is what the schools are going to do now individually, because that's it's it's back to because now you're down to nine. If Colorado leaves, they're down to nine without Denver and Los Angeles as markets, uh, which further lessens. You probably will hear George Klepakoff in the Pac-12, and there's already early word that they're going to go hard immediately after San Diego State to add the San Diego market, maybe even SMU to somewhat bring some part of Dallas and Dallas the DFW metroplex. Into the fold, I I believe it's too little, too late at this point because he would be doing that to try to appease the remaining nine members. Say, look, we're trying, uh, we understand that's a blow to lose Colorado, but we're going to r- respond with, you know, Boise State, you know, and San Diego. Because how about San Diego State, Buck? They've had a month, right? They they were out yes. and then back in, and now here maybe the Pac-12 comes after them again. I don't know. I just think that's window dressing because I think this will begin what has been anticipated for quite a while now, which is, you know, the first domino is Colorado. That's going to force the hand of well, Arizona in state. Of Pac-12. Uh, because then, at that point, you realize, okay, our, our conference is dissolving. Uh, we we don't have a package. We you know we know what the Big Twelve is offering. We need to
0: talk to Condi Rice and find out what's going on. What, what is she doing? What is the, the what provost of Stanford going to do?
2: I don't know what the. Um,
0: I mean, it was just going to be them the and Cal. secretary what we, of state is doing? Are we going to just play? You know, play school and play Cal, and that's going to be it?
2: Well, no, the Pac-12 will exist. It just will not be. It'll be. Oh, to make any money, it'll be a group of five school. Oh, they won't be
0: able to, to fly right. anywhere. Yeah, because yeah, they will play t- each other. Right. Take the
2: bus because their 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 media rights package will be on par with Mountain West at that point, and it'll it'll be Cal. It'll be probably when it's all. What, this my thought. When the dust settles, it will be Washington State, Oregon State, Cal.
0: Um, Oregon's gonna be gone. They're gonna say, uh, uh-uh, we're yeah, not. Yeah, Oregon and
2: Washington one. are jumping to the Big Ten when when they have that opportunity. And, look, that fits the profile of Big Ten, right? They yes, want big state schools with big alumni and good education. Phil Knight's money. Phil Knight in Oregon, Washington, up there in Seattle. You know, that that fits. Now, Stanford would be a bit of an outlier, but Stanford kind of falls in line with their, their quest for Notre Dame. It also falls in line with Northwestern. Sure. Right? As a great edu- edu- great program. And we know Stanford, their football program has fallen on hard times, but their whole athletic department is tremendous. Sure. So... Yeah, I think Stanford would be a strong consideration, uh, and again, that gives them a western but, but, f- from but, the flank. But of the big you time. and
0: I say that, but you know, they don't say that publicly out there. Like, they I mean, but they, they they haven't never really talked about Stanford. I'm just like, from a standpoint of, you know, all the educational stuff that they're, and I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to leave out what they've done sports wise. They got a million sports there, right? Women's and men's. I I know, the pretense is like. They're, you know, well, I would just say just because you haven't read TV it, the TVs are worried about women's sports. I'm not I, saying that they. I will just they say, do.
2: just because you haven't read it in the paper doesn't mean it's not being talked about sure. behind the scenes. That's it's not going to get to the paper, uh, but the the stuff with Colorado, the stuff with Arizona, you know, we've been saying keep an eye on it for months now. But mm-hmm. and then there was the stories that came out, and um, gosh, there were reports at Big Twelve Media Days that joined, that uh, Brett Yormark was going to announce UConn uh, as a new member. Uh, And the the debate with UConn with the Big 12 presidents has been, is it it basketball only, or would we allow UConn in as a full member, uh, including football, where Jim Moore Jr. is now the head coach? Uh, That debate is being had. I think most—I don't know that they have the votes—
0: Everybody needs a cellar dweller.
2: And I don't know if they have a a consensus of of, of votes to make that happen. I think there's a disagreement among the Big 12 presidents of, okay, we'd like to have UConn if we're doing this basketball-only thing, but— we don't really want the football program. Your mark is trying to sell them on. If you get in UConn as football, you can help grow that program with Jim Moore, Jr. And you're playing close to New York City. You're bringing in more. Back to the TV eyeballs, you're you're somewhat linking yourself to New York City, um, you know that uh, upper East Coast, massive population base. Mm-hmm. But, again, that would be under the idea that UConn can never be a, a program that turns TV sets on, that people want to watch in big games. But Again, uh, Colorado is the first. I think it's going to lead to a lot of conversation through the month of August because, again, everybody wants to be where they're going to be as close to 2024 as they can because that's when the 12-team playoff begins. That's when all these new TV packages with ESPN and the SEC, Fox and the Big Ten, all go into place. Everybody would like to land where they're going to land and got about uh, 35 days at the start of the college football season wow. and the college sports calendar when volleyball gets going. So and there you go. Uh, says, buck off to the umpires last night. Shouldn't have thrown out Simeon Maldonado. Maybe the guy who threw it low, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you're watching that game last night, it, as we've said a lot with this morning, I don't think Andrew Andrew Heaney intentionally hit Jordan Alvarez. You, I mean, it's just he, he lost he got he he lost control of a forcing fastball and it rode up and in. And it was Jordan's first at-bat since he's been out for more than a month, so it was kind of a big deal in the crowds. And, and it hit him right in the top of the shoulder. I mean, it was pretty close to his head and neck. Um, you know, another inch or two up, he would have been in real trouble. So you could understand the Astros bench getting fired up about that. That's their best player, first at-bat back, and he gets plunked in the first inning. Uh, I don't think it was intentional, though. I think it was a pitch that just got away. Uh, and, and the other thing you have to add to that is was a no-two pitch. I mean, no pitcher is going to hit a guy in a first inning game of a of, of a game on an O two pitch when you've got him in your count and your advantage, uh, and then but then of course Fernando Valdez came back and hit Marcus Simeon and that was intentional. Mm-hmm. First pitch of the bat, uh, and that lit the fuse on all that went on. Um, and you know Marcus Simeon said, "Look, we, you know, we 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 need to respond to these guys. Said, Let's be honest. If you go back to the first meeting between the two teams, the Rangers won the first series in in Houston way back." but the Astros have kind of taken control of the series. Uh, they had beaten them three out of four in Arlington right before the All-Star break, uh, and they had taken the first two games of this series. So it was one of those, hey, Rangers, are you, are, are you going to respond here? Are you in this thing? It feels like the, the defending champions are about to take you down and, and even this this division and assert themselves, how's your response going to be? I think we saw pretty good and well what the Rangers' response was. They, they're going to fight for it, and they might get in a fight if they have to. And Marcus Simeon is going to be the tip, at the tip of that spear. Sure. Uh, and that, if you had asked me yesterday if they were going to get into a dust-up, who would be leading it from the emotional side of the Rangers, I would have picked Marcus Simeon. Uh, he's your most likely candidate as, a, as an all-star and a great player. And, and he's just a gamer. And there's no doubt that, guy, that guy's not going to back down. And I don't think the Rangers are going to back down. Uh, I think this is going to be a heck of a race all the way to the end. They only have one more series, though, between the two, and it's in August, right around Labor Day weekend, uh, three-game series in Arlington. And then that's it. Uh, they play ten times, they'll play thirteen for the year.
0: Todd's looking for a sweep there. Yeah.
2: Well, it could be a very, very important series, obviously. If you look at the Rangers' upcoming schedule, it's very difficult. Uh, the Astros have a more favorable schedule, you know, in the month of August. Um, you know, the Rangers will need to get Corey Seeger back into their lineup as soon as they can. And the other obviously huge storyline there is what does either team do between now and next Tuesday and the trade deadline uh, to solidify their team. The LA Angels announced to everybody that And they're chasing those two in that division. They're not selling. Uh, They're not trading Otani. And they went after and got one of the big ticket items on the market, and that's Lucas Giolito from the Chicago White Sox, announcing that, you know, we plan to be in this thing. So don't count us out. And that'll send a good shock through that locker room and probably a lot of energy through that locker room, knowing that they now have a a horse of a a guy at the top of their rotation. When Shohei Otani gets right with that blister, Mike Trout returns. Uh, They don't think they're out of this thing, certainly not for the wild card. So big development in the AL West.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting between – I mean, for the Astros, this is just a matter of just staying healthy, keeping healthy and staying healthy too. I mean, you start – I mean, this after this All-Star break, they're just starting to get guys back and looking and well, looking that's, healthy. Well, that's
2: the Dusty Baker comment of here comes the cavalry. And that's yes. – Houston's trying – that's why losing last night's not a huge deal. They're two back. They're right where they want to be. They've kind of gotten themselves the back into this the players are mix. coming back. And, how, you know, Jordan returned last night. Jose Altuve should be back. They have a day off today. Then they'll host Tampa. They expect Altuve back in the lineup tomorrow night, on uh, Friday night, for that series. Uh, Jose Arquidi, one of their, you know, really good starting pitchers, is, is scheduled to be back here in August. Uh, so you're right. They are getting healthy at the right time. And it's going to be a heck of a race to the finish line. Baltimore on to Baltimore. The Orioles, your current best team in the American League. Everyone is chasing the Atlanta Braves uh, over in the National League because the Braves are the best team in baseball. And uh, have, they have a 10-game lead in the AL East right now. 10-game uh, lead. And did you know that little stat on that? Spencer Strider, their right-handed pitcher, the young guy, the little guy. But, man, he throws the heat. He, he has now got 199 strikeouts this year. That's the third most by a player under the age of 25 before August. Since the mound was its current distance, in 1893, only Vita Blue and Walter Johnson had more strikeouts before August 1st, before they're 25 years old. So, just for... This guy's pretty damn good. <laughs> this Spencer Strider as a strikeout pitcher and an ace, ace pitcher for the Atlanta Braves, are the, the team to beat right now in Major League Baseball. There you go. There's some uh, good stuff on college athletics and the uh, realignment, plus some baseball. We need your buck ons and buck offs. Have the uh, gossip and the blitz before the end of the hour. Coming right back on Benny.
1: It's Bucky and Aaron.
2: On our TVs here in our studio, we've got Sports Center on. We've got uh, the Astros Rangers game from last night. It's currently thirteen to three Rangers. And uh, over my my left shoulder, Buck, there's a golf tournament that's on. It's uh, ladies golf. Yeah,
0: it's it's one of their majors. Evian, and it's at Evian, the Evian? Evian
2: Resort Golf Club Championship. Yeah, that's a major. And I asked you where that is. That's one of the most beautiful because they did a big over, overshot of it. It's in France. Really? Yes, it's in southeastern France. Evian Water, I guess, huh? Evian Resort Golf Club. If that's that course, that is, that's, a, I just looked, as I was sitting down, I was like, where is that? It looked like Tahoe. Uh, and no, it looked like paradise, which was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. what is, 71 degrees. What is that? Oh, man, I'm at the, let's go to France. Uh, but I think that's correct. That's on uh, Golf Channel right now. Pretty dang pretty. Pretty dang pretty. Uh, this also, as we had the Subway promotion, it changed your name officially to Subway. You could get $50,000 in free food. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. This guy says tangerines Godbolt. And, Couldn't eat uh, that.
0: Couldn't eat that much somewhere. Now, No
2: tangerines for for newcomers and on uh, not the old timers. Uh not existing anymore. But it used to be a nightclub. A right? hotel.
0: Right beside the hotel.
2: Right at the, uh, the Arboretum.
0: right over there by the Renaissance Hotel.
2: Is it a gay club? No. no. As my as the late great Sean Adams used to tell me, and I'm quoting Sean here. He said tangerines was where black guys go to meet white women. <laughs> okay. And I said, "All right, Sean, I believe the you."
0: Smokiest place I've ever met. That's when smoking was allowed.
2: And I said, "I'm assuming that's vice versa, right?" Said so black guys go there to meet white women. White women are going there to meet. And I was like, "All right, you know, I never was ever at the Tangerines, so." Were you a fan never,
0: You never went in there before. No, I didn't. For the dancing, I've been in there for the dancing.
2: <laughs> what kind of dancing? I was neither one of those things. I didn't know that even when it was open, and I I always lived south, so getting all the way out to. Our, it was not a nightlife or
0: some me. of the the clubs like that the clubs that were all over the place what was there were
2: well back in the day it was at tangerines that was at the arboretum in that hotel they had because uh, people used to actually go to dance and then cool river people cool. go to dance
1: remember yeah c- people go to, well still they go to they, dance they do they still Kids, kids uh, they try to convince me, and then I'm like, I'll be at Deep Eddy
2: slash Don's Depot. I'll <laughs> we'll dance there. Be, we'll be dancing there through yeah. the jukebox. You can yeah. dance at Don Depot. Cool River was one that took on the moniker Cougar River.
0: Never never been there.
2: Uh, we did shows there over our time. Uh, at least when I was doing afternoon shows, we did some shows out there. on In our breakup, our first breakup, I did some shows at the Cool River. We actually had station events. It was just a massive place.
0: Well, Yellow Rose, but, I had to go there because I was...
2: Cool River had... Uh, well, Yellow Rose is...
0: Sponsor every time.
2: Yeah, the great sponsor. Yeah. He used to bring steak and lobster for lunch <laughs> before every show. It was wonderful. <laughs> He'd come in with these uh, styrofoam things of steak and lobster, like literally a little filet steak and baked potato. Oh, my guy, baked Tom. Potato.
0: My man, Tom, over there, I lost that bet and had to dress like a lawn like long a jockey, long jockey <laughs> for the Indianapolis for party. 500. Yeah, right. Well, Cool oh, River was such a, a massive bet,
2: yeah. place. It had like a real restaurant, and then you could go over here. They had a sports bar, and then they had karaoke area. It was just massive. So we used it for some station events back in the day. There was also so if you're early old school Austin tie, you would be going to uh, you'd have been going to what was the dance the country dance club on Lamar
0: Dance Across Texas? No, 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 no. no. Dallas Dallas nightclub. Dallas nightclub. I've da- been I've been there. I've been to Dallas, Dallas nightclub. Night yes.
2: yeah, right on Lamar. I have been North there. Lamar. Oh yeah, Dallas nightclub was the 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 place. Um, but again, I live south, so I I I went there I think one or two times. It was just. If you're going to be at a place going out and having some drinks back in the day, you don't want to be No, you and I did shows at
0: uh Trudy's. Trudy's. We did afternoon shows at Trudy's. Then you go yeah. to Trudy's
2: like every day. No, this was the Trudy's South, right? Trudy's that was in South. Yeah, right, right there o- on the South Lamar where it hit 71. That's now a Texican Cafe, but it was a Trudy's at one point. Oh my goodness. We did a show there one time with Ricky Williams. Yes, with Ricky Williams. Like I would, this was when we were we were young as a show and Ricky had just like won the Heisman trophy like
0: Yes, we year did. earlier.
2: And we—he was sitting in a booth with us, and we were doing a show. I was like, oh, "This is pretty cool." Uh, then I became I like a drunkard, and
0: I spent all my days at Alligator Grill
2: and down the street from
0: there.
1: Dance across it, Texas—it was like when I'd
0: I come in, Buck. It was like Norm on Cheers, Norm.
1: So it was basically you would just go around town to a few different spots every day and make yourself known.
0: Yeah, kind of.
2: It was just where he plopped it's had himself. a routine.
0: Yeah, the Alligator Grill because it was up the street. Didn't you It was like down like, the street from where we did shows. I used to go to Alligator Grill just before the show. And after. And have a water. And after. And after I'm sorry. And after.
2: <laughs> and well, then, hell and our, then, and our sure sales. He-
0: our sales staff used to go down to Alligator Grill. Didn't I mean not to Alligator Grill, uh,
2: Dallas Cut nightclubs on Burnett Road, by Burnett the way. Burnett Road, Road yeah. Thank Burnett. you very much. Get those two confused. They run parallel. But um yeah, our sales staff used to go down there and drink about eighteen bottles of wine. Wow. Oh my goodness! They'd have a happy hour, and you and I would go down there after our show was over, and they'd already had like seven empty bottles <laughs> on the table. <laughs> like what? It's like really?
0: That's right. He you ate, ate are... all the hot dogs. They had the hot dog eating. Yeah, contest that was Shoal there. Creek Saloon. Shoal Creek Saloon. That's where the. That's that's exactly where they, right. That's right. They walked right down the street because you didn't have to drive; just walk right down a block and a half. I used to eat at the breakfast place across the street from there. Uh, what was that? What was it? Snow.
2: No, no. Uh, G&M Steakhouse.
0: G&M Steakhouse. Yeah, man. And that's where I picked up the homeless dude and said, hey, take <laughs> a homeless dude to, to work with you today. And he didn't show up on time. I was pissed. I know, he didn't like, make it to the show. Who would have thought? Who yeah, would I'm like, why? You can't
1: trust a
2: homeless person. I'm mean, come on. Homeless people were different back then than Austin. <laughs> I guess. North 40 and the silver dollar. Good stuff there. Uh, alligator Grill was in an office space. No,
0: Landing Strip, never been in there. Is that the don't one by even, the airport? That's the one by the airport. I've, I've been there. You you've been in there before?
1: <laughs> I've not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of those kinds of clubs. I'm not either. To be honest, my friends mess with me a little too much from in there. Your friends? They'll, they'll they'll find the nastiest
2: girl in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> go, gross. go go over to him. Oh it's actually no! Yeah, Landis' right next to Callahan's General Store, and they don't go there. I know that. That's man. Sure. It's in my neck of the woods.
0: Toulouse. There's another dancing. Toulouse. Place. Yes. Oh, That's man. when I first came to town.
2: Well, yeah, those were the nightlife spots for sure. Because, you know, that was back when 6th Street was 6th Street, right? Well,
0: I would go to 6th Street. I'd go to that place, Jazz, jazz and not eat. Jazz, and right. I'd, I'd, I'd go there oh, to great eat. great food. They had great food there.
2: Cajun. Uh, New Orleans flair uh, at Jazz. And then when
0: I was just being nasty, I'd go to Joe's Generic Bar. Joe's
2: Generic Bar was a
0: classic.
1: Oh, it was great. They were... being, what is being nasty in
2: well, Joe's Airport, you had to go outside in the, he back used the bathroom. He the bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom was <laughs> like outside. <laughs> you had
0: to go outside through where the band was to the back, to the, and, and there was— They had like a hook on the door. Well, Dallas Night Dallas Club, he had the toilet with the ice in it, you know, the one that—
2: yeah, The horse trough.
0: The horse trough, yeah.
2: They just throw ice in there, and you'd pee on that.
0: You'd <laughs> just pee on it and melt the ice. Come on. Yeah.
2: Uh, but yes, Joe's Generic Bar was where I used to go see Soul Hat back in the day when I was in college. My one of my favorite all time bands, Soul Hat was so good.
0: And see, I never left. I never left the Austin area to go anywhere because I was, I was worried. You were driving. I was driving, and I was worried because I didn't know where do you go outside of the Austin area. Where was a little hunky tonk you can just go, you know, San Marcos or. I've heard about Anywhere it. Else.
1: I had a bunch of buddies. My roommate actually played football at Mary Harden Baylor, and I, I they talk
2: about um, it's something barn. Up Somebody in, will tell me because we Belton, if anyone knows. We didn't usually venture too far away from no. the, the main stuff around you because that's just kind of what you do, right? You go to the places that are closest and become frequent regulars. The uh, but there was a place. The first time I saw Reckless Kelly in concert, there was a place out on Dessau Road, out Palmer Dessau. It was a country, it's out there. Okay, I don't even remember the name of it. But my buddy's like, Hey, have you heard this Reckless Kelly? Let's go see him. And that was gosh, way back in the 90s uh, when Reckless Kelly moved here and you know, blew up in Austin. Uh, Willie and Cody and those well, guys, I can't remember me, what the name up of that north
0: place was. Anything up north was way away from me, yeah. It was it
2: felt like we drove forever to try to yes. get out to that place, and it was dark. There wasn't anything out there, and it was and somebody will tell me what that was called, but it was a dance hall. Music, you know, bar and whatnot, that's where I, first I saw Reckless Kelly, our good friends there.
0: And there was uh, nothing in that Leander area. It was just roads, right? Oh,
2: no, it was a little town. One of my buddies just texted me and said his dad owned Alligator Bar
1: or Alligator Grill. His dad did? Yeah. Really? Alligator Grill was a cool spot.
2: Yeah, I and drank that was, all your uh,
1: Jack Daniels up for sure. Alligator
2: <laughs> Grill was, now it's whatever, it's some chain thing. It's a chain, you know. yeah. Still a cool spot, though, and nice location, easy parking. Two big criteria for me. Uh, Dan, he said it was the same parking or the off the same area they
1: filmed Office Space in, like that that area that business park. <laughs> that really. was the Office Space. Oh, really? And there's no. still a Kirby Lane right down there. right there on South Lamar. Yeah.
2: At the little triangle, cool. There's still a Kirby Lane
0: down there right beside Alligator Grow. That Kirby Lane's well, it's
2: packed all the time. Yeah. Uh, and there's also you know jo- jo- the Ice House. Uh, the, what's the burger place with the, the ice cream next to it? Fills Ice Phil's Ice Cream and. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Cop- oh, that's where
0: the kid. That's where the kid came in the bath. I was using the bathroom. <laughs> hey, daddy, look at that guy right
2: there. Copeland Dance Hall is where my yeah. buddy tells me we. I got to a bubble Reckon guts Skelly.
0: in there that time.
2: He said there's also a Dessau Dance Hall back in the day. Dessau, uh, Mus- lumber Dessau yard. Music. A lumberyard. Uh, now I did but hear that's the what lumber- it was. Dessau Music Hall. And I have
0: heard of the lumberyard. Never went there.
2: Um. One other note is, you would, yeah. what is the, What's the name of the burger place next to the ice cream? Phil's Ice. Phil. It's Phil's Ice House, right?
0: Yeah, that's what it is now.
2: I believe. But and you you went into the bathroom that's got an outdoor door. Yeah, it has an outdoor door, and you didn't lock it. Yeah, and a little
0: kid and you came were not up. going number one. No, I was sitting there, <laughs> and the kid the kid goes opens up the door and stop, stops right there. And he goes, "Daddy, come here. Look at this guy right here." I'm like, "Oh man!" Yeah, not
2: only opened the door to for everybody behind anybody looking in would see you and like pointing oh, at
0: you. Dude, I had I was all bubbled up because I'd had some ice cream there. A bad time of all the day.
2: All bubbled up.
0: I was all bubbled up, and the kid, hey, kid, shut the door. No, 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 Daddy, come here. Check this out.
2: Yeah, Dessau Hall was a famous country venue back in the day. So, yeah, Reckless Kelly, maybe at Copeland Dance Hall, too. Amy, Amy's Ice Cream, Phil's Ice House. Okay, okay I'll tell you, you where much. I did go, that you it was that right.
0: out, outskirts. I have been to Pootie's a few times before.
2: Yeah, Pootie's Hilltop. Yes. Good spot. Great spot. That's, now, that's, that's out the there. That's out there now. And Bo's Barn is the place I was talking about. Well, and right, Pooties was uh, Willie Nelson's longtime stage manager, right? Yes. Ram Poodie's. And, um,
0: Bob knew Pootie really well.
2: Bob Cole. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. And he didn't go. burn Pooties down. He never, burned, he never attempted to burn Pooties down. By the way, they have a great cheesesteak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they have a great cheesesteak there. Philly Says, cheese. Uh,
2: the Black Cat Lounge. That's the other one. You know, Joe's Generic Bar was one. The Black Cat Lounge was just... Because those, you know, I'm like. And where was
0: the place you'd sing along at? Down karaoke,
2: them. there was the piano bar. Pete's the piano, piano bar. bar. I've been to the Pete's. Pete's piano bar. Bar. That's still there, right?
0: They're still singing down there?
2: I'm pretty
1: sure that piano bar on 6th Street's still there. Pete's? Pete's, I think it's, yeah.
2: uh, I think it is. I haven't been down in that area in a long time in the evening. You ever go to Ego's karaoke bar? Uh-uh. Lamar? No. Well, no, because there was Pete's Piano Bar. There was a place called uh, Paradise back in the day. Uh, there was a place across the street that was called the Dackery Factory that we used to oh, go yeah, to. Oh yeah, the Dackery Factory, yeah. That's Copper a, Tank. Uh, copper Co- Tank was the uh, Copper Tank well, before, was one the copper,
0: first, uh, before the Copper Tank even was there.
2: Well, Copper Tank came online, and it was kind of a that was the first of the I mean, brewing your own beer, you know, on premises right there, which when I mean, they had the big stills going and uh, making the beer. And uh, I
0: stayed. I stayed at the hotel that was right there on the river. Right, what was that? The, the hotel in the corner of uh, Congress there on the other side. And that's where well, I There was
2: a TGI Fridays for a long time. Yeah, on,
0: yes. I stayed in that when I came to when I came to University of Texas and I, I came with the, my family was still in, in Boston and they, they hadn't got here yet. I lived in that hotel
2: for like three weeks.
0: Where you get that from? I Did wanna tell you that? Did you wanna tell you that? Because I ain't for no games.
2: OK, no games. Just gossip brought to you by the Ice Cold Bud Lights, the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns, the Texas X's and the Texas OU game and. Summer fun in the ATX. Ty's considering going out to the uh, Germania Amphitheater night at Coda. Go see Steve Millerman. Fly After like he... an eagle. Last time I saw him was awesome. Yeah, and thank you the for the
0: hotel. It was the Radisson Hotel. Radisson was on Hotel. The corner, yes. Where the where the wild uh, parakeets were. A yeah, that's right. That's green true. Parrot, or it was a big green parrot. My kids my... love that.
2: We used to go because we'd go to TJ Friday, sit outside, which was nice on a nice yeah. evening or afternoon, and then you could uh, kids could get the good kids meal. And then, the they could see the, then they could see the parrots.
0: Parrots were everywhere.
2: Uh, our buddy Woody said that was 15 minutes of radio brilliance right there. Poodie's best bar ever. Ego's hilarious. Don't forget about the poodle dog lounge and one of the funniest stories ever that happened at Tangerines. I'm sure. I'm sure. A lot of stories at Tangerines.
0: Lots of sweat in there.
2: He uh, said, "Not so fast." The Waterloo Brewing Company on Guadalupe at Fourth was the first brew pub in Texas. Copper Tank was the place to be seen. Brew pub the beer was just okay, though. Huh? You know, who I was seen there with one time, Jared Jones. Jared Jones. Oh, you did? Oh, he liked the Copper Tank. Back. You oh. were there with Jared Jones? Yeah. Well, they had a media event so there. So, where'd you
0: get your first smooch from? Which one were
2: those? Maggie Mays. Maggie Mays. Maggie Mays. That's uh, your first kiss? With my wife, yeah. With his oh. wife. we were on our first date. That's right. That yeah. was nice. way Maggie back. Maggie Mays. Yeah, we had gone. How about that Austin night? We had gone to dinner at Shady Grove and then to Maggie Mays. Nice. I, I was trying to show off because I knew the doorman. Like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. And so we'll walk right in, right we'll straight in. through. Yeah. Rob D. will get us in. We're good. Rob D. get you in there.
1: I tried to pull that over at Latchkey the other day. Oh, that was, it was Jamie Frazier. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Never oh. mind.
2: Yeah, such a Don Juan, I wasn't. Uh-huh. Okay, so, uh, yeah, man, how about Toulouse? Toulouse is another, another dancing one. place. Yeah, right on 6th Street. Hey, how about uh, sad news yesterday, Buck? The passing of Sinead O'Connor, 56 oh, yeah. years old. Very sad. She's a rebel. The Irish rebel. Oh, yeah, rebellious Irish singer and now had troubles throughout. And, uh, a lot of controversy with Sinead O'Connor. You know who wrote a great song about Sinead O'Connor was uh, Chris Christopherson. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, you know, to her defense uh, uh, with that song. Also, uh, as in Salacious Gossip, it's National Chili Dog Day. They're down with the chili dogs. It's too hot for chili dogs, it feels yeah, like to me. That's chili. Whenever I think chili, I think cold. Never did a outside. chili dog at a
0: game, a baseball game. Just straight too up hot messy. dog. Yeah, too, too messy. way too messy. You're right.
2: I mean, because I, I I, get on you for eating, like, chicken wings with your fingers. I could, if you get a chili dog, you almost have to eat it with a fork. And you can't pick that thing up and stick you, it in you, your you mouth. Do
1: you not eat chicken wings with your fingers? I do. I don't. He doesn't. No. Do you, do you not eat chicken wings then?
0: <laughs> he, uh, no, I eat them with a fork. He the peels them, apart. Peel them apart and put a fork in and Come eat on, it. Buck. Why? That's bad. I'm a hand model.
2: Hand model. Can't mess here. Can't soil your hands. No. That's what washing them are for and your little handy wipes and those kind of things. All right, let's get to your blitz. The lines are lit. the Bucky and E
0: Blitz. The Morning Blitz, brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, and any make, any model. Click
1: AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. Here you go.
0: First Blitzer, you're up.
2: Hola, Bucky and Baleos. Hey, uh, Bucky, uh, Edwin Simmons called. He says he's in Westlake. Do you got his clothes? <laughs> and then uh, Gerard Douglas also called. He wants to
0: know where his Christmas card is. Thanks. Oh yeah, never get either one. Next, Blitzer, you're up,
1: guys. Not saying goodbye. I'm just saying so long. You guys are the best, and I'll I'll hear you another day.
0: Take care, Sal. Thank you, buddy. Gonna miss you, buddy. Next, Blitzer, you're up.
2: As a Trojan fan in Austin, I got to say I love listening to you guys. Definitely love uh, calling me the, uh, the Blitzer in the segment, but. Bucky, I just wanted to uh, congratulate you on going to be the uh, WNBA beat writer. Good
0: luck to you.
2: WNBA.
0: W- somebody's got to do that job. Next Blitzer, you're up. Hey, Buck, is that me? Yep. Yeah. Okay, hey, guys. Hey, man. I've, um, I've been listening to y'all uh, for probably at least 20 years. I'm John 11. Hi, John. Hi, John. How are you, How How are you like? buddy? Man, I'm doing all right, but I feel like I'm losing family. Well, oh, man, thank we'll you. We'll miss you, John. Thank Appreciate you, buddy, you, brother. John Eleven, next blitz you're off. He's a dirty thirty. Yes, he is. Hey,
1: hey, Bucky. Whatever you do, you will be successful after you leave because you always are. You'll have a chance to give back and really work with those causes that you have always promoted. If nothing, even if nothing else comes on,
0: and you will give to the community and learn. good luck, buddy. Thank you, Sean. You stay safe. Next Blitzer, you're up.
1: Yeah. You're going to steer us to this app? Are you kidding me? The banners and the pop nuts interfering with airplay? Come on. Do something with this app. Work it up.
2: Work it up. I think the app is working today. Next Blitzer, you're up. Complaints. Coach. Yes, sir.
1: So um is it true you're gonna have to do only fan your only fans <laughs> accounting with your naked gardening or what Probably What's gonna do on that
0: that could be a there's a possibility of that
2: I think that'd be a strong play
0: next Blitzer you're up
2: hey Buck yes sir Now that you won't have a gig you can go work
1: on your golf game and maybe get a little get back from those women golfers
0: oh, a little get back from them I do need to work on my game a little bit next Blitzer talk to us.
1: Remember when y'all went on that cruise and Tyler Coe filled in as a host for and he did four
2: blitzes in one show? <laughs> Is that right?
1: Oh,
0: my God. I
2: didn't know that happened.
1: Shut it
0: down! Oh Let's go
2: home. Oh, my man, Tyler Coe. He was... Tyler Coe. Four Coe. blitzes in a day? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when Tyler was producing our show. I'll tell you, You'll like this. It was the first year F1 came to town. And I sent Tyler on a... Oh, that's right. You- we sent Tyler on a mission, could... Was he getting in parties? No, the question became could Tyler F1 at F1? And he was, the, the, the question was could he bag a a foreign lady? A lady in <laughs> from Africa. She out of had t- to be foreign? Yes. Had to be <laughs> not from here, like some European lady somewhere. Did he secede? Uh, there, was, there, was, there was picture evidence. Rumors. What kind yeah. of pictures? I can't, you know. I, I, I'll take that challenge I, this year. I, I had to concede, and yeah, that was for the first year. We like, you know, we got to christen this right. You know, all these ladies are coming oh, to from every to see the race, and they're going to be trying to meet a an old Texan with a deep voice like Tyler Coe and a cowboy hat, yeah. and he
0: had to wear tall boots because he was five he's, foot. Yeah, three he wasn't something. very tall.
2: I think he's probably five. So you feet. let
1: a producer just host the show while you were gone?
2: Yeah, well, we yeah. were both on a cruise. On you on can't cruise. do a show. I don't know. It wasn't up to the the, <laughs> the leaders. Said here, who's going to do the show? And Tyler did a good job. I didn't know we had four. <laughs> Blitzes on one show, though. Uh, you know, Tyler, was a, he's good people. He is. Uh, no question about that. Tyler F1 Co., the angry wow. elf. He, he's about the height of uh, Brian Harmon, who won the open championship. About his height.
0: I don't know. I think Brian can probably eat a six course meal off the top of Tyler's head,
2: maybe. Spoken like the, the tall person that you are. Benny on the horn.